Welcome to episode 93 of the Still Dripping Happy Hour. This is your pilot, Mason, speaking, and we only got one on the move tonight, and it's not who you think it is. It's Landon Parrish. What's up, Landon? What's up? I count for one and a half. Yeah. Okay. That works. Yeah, we, we don't have as much negativity without Hayes here, so we're going to be flowing through the positivity today. We Has we this podcast taken... A deep turn, like a dark turn, since I the la- last, the last came on. Last couple weeks, um, yeah. Hayes wants to put in all negativity. He sent some slides in for us to talk about, so we can look at them. But I feel like the negativity is going to be directed at Hayes this week. So I, I was planning target on, on his back. I was, yeah, I was planning on doing that anyways. And uh, I guess he got a little weak. Um, said he said he got sick. You know, whatever. I'm yeah. I'm not sure that that's really the case, but you know we'll we'll power through without him. So, um, give us an update. How you been, Landon? Dude, just been living my best life, uh, trying to keep up with Ye and uh, his presidential campaign. <laughs> and uh, dude, it's been a wild it's been a wild ride as a Kanye West fan over the past seven days. And I, and I say that lightly as fan, quote unquote fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at this point, I'm a, I, I appreciate his art, but man, get that guy some help. And, and I'd be interested to, to know, like if we brought the guy back on, I forget his name, Brian. Uh, Brian I, I would love to know what he's thinking right now. And if his, I, if you remember, I said pretty quiet on that episode because I knew it could get so much worse. And the scary thing is, I know it can get even worse than it is right now. So, yeah. buckle up, boys and girls. Well, even even I would love to hear what Hayes has to think. I mean, it is just so I'm gonna I'm gonna idiotic. Stand I'm gonna stand up for him, which I can't believe I'm All doing right. this. <laughs> He's a new Christian. In the interview, which I've watched about half of it, the Alex Jones interview. He's got a Bible next to him. And he starts quoting or trying to quote scripture. And he's like, hold up, hold up, here, let me look up the scripture. And instead of looking up the Bible, he brings out his phone and it's like <laughs> sitting right there. So this guy is just, you know, he's trying to figure things out. And he's one that when he's trying to figure out music, somehow he makes it work. It's still a beautiful thing at the end of the day. He can mash up, you know, tracks and take samples that don't necessarily go with what you know his style and he, but he can he can convince the listener that you know this is good music and so i feel like he's doing that with his words and his new christian understanding and it's just not hidden and so i think at the end of the day the, the ethos of his comments are if everyone's made in the image of god then they're inherently good and i get that at the end of the day, if we as Christians believe that everyone is made in the image of God, then yes, Hitler was made in the image of God. But make for the choices that he made, and that he 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 separated himself from God, and 
some of the things that yay are saying are just like they're out there and they're beyond the whole like I, if he's like yeah hitler god made him image of god we should love everybody i get that but he's like praising hitler and like i it, it i remember when uh the tweet came out that like uh who was it like one of the one of his former like posse members was like hey and yay's got a just a basically an obsession over Hitler. I was like, there's no way that's true. They're just trying to throw the man under the bus. But like, yeah, he came out and absolutely doubled down and confirmed that. And so, so now I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. And he's got some good stuff to say as well. Like he's, he's talking about, you know, w- what pornography is doing for our culture and how it's decaying our culture. And like, I, that's cool. I'm for that. But he's the, the good in his message is being lost by the delivery. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you say all of this, but you know what's going to get the headline when you talk about Hitler. The Hitler argument, just the word Hitler, you're going to get, that's going to be the the only thing people talk about. And so, I mean, it it is what it is at the end of the day. I I haven't listened to any of the interview, um, so I don't have too many comments on it, but I do agree in in theory with what you're saying of like, when you listen to any of his interviews, 80, 85% of them, I agree with. And then he'll throw something in there and you're like, Whoa, that isn't even like remotely the case of what, I don't know. Like we're totally off base now. And so I, I feel like it's those things of like, I, I don't know. It's just questionable of, do you really believe what you're saying? Cause it's so far out there that I guess if you are saying it, then you believe it. Um, but yeah, right. I think, I think he believes it. And that's the serious thing. Like I think in his heart of hearts, he believes it. my biggest fear is I think he's to the point of like self harm. That's one thing with yay is like, I don't think he's like, I don't, he, he doesn't abuse alcohol or drugs or things like that. So I don't see him overdosing, but like he's getting to the point of like, he's going to do some harm to himself because it's obvious he's not surrounding himself with anybody that's speaking truth into him. It sounds like he's completely just isolating himself. And the only time he's ever connecting to the outside world is when he gets on these platforms and these rants. And so the, my, my biggest anger is towards these people that are giving him these outlets that know he's not well. And uh, yeah, so I'm glad they took him off Twitter. I wish they took him off Instagram. The dude just needs to go away for a while and... Yeah. get rid of you know deal with some demons and he's not doing that out in the public eye right now yeah no you're right about he's surrounded himself with people who are going to tell him yes and and that's fine when you're talking about the music industry cuz he's a musical genius right creative genius but when you get into other realms of he's ad- admits he's a new christian but then is preaching like he knows everything about Christianity and so, and, and the world and yeah, I don't know. Well, whatever. They uh, did real oh. quick. Uh, and yep, with go this, ahead. Reddit. Well, one is subreddit turned into a, a Taylor Swift um, fan page, I think at one point. <laughs> and like, like the hardcore people that were holding out to the bitter end were basically just like, they're pulling the the eject cord, but um, 
someone put together a compilation of his hottest takes and the most bizarre things. And usually like a video like that would be what, maybe three minutes <laughs> max. This one was over 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's all enough. Of it's repetition. It's all just stuff out in left field. So if you haven't watched the whole interview, I, I would, I probably would suggest it's not worth watching it, but go and look up those 10 minutes of just insane takes and you'll have a little bit more context of what we're talking about. Yeah. All right. All right. We can, we can jump into some of these, uh, these negative takes that Hayes has. Um, one, he was, I'll, I'll give a little bit of background. We've been talking about the negativity and, and the bad sneakers that are coming out recently. You know, November was, was a pretty good month. Um, but this December, I think you got oh, 11s. I guess the oh, 11s came out already, so those were in November. So, yeah, you don't have much. What came out this week? Uh, the concepts, right? The uh, the lobster, orange lobsters. Those came out. Shout out. Uh, Brandon Moorhead won the concepts raffle in Miami, flew to Miami to pick up the pair. He got the special box, sold them for a quick G, made, made some fast cash off that. So very shout nice. out. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But, uh, well, oh. and the, the cactus plant flea market, the crazy Grinch shoes, those came out, which yeah, irregardless to terrible, they're <laughs> terrible. But the thing is Nike put all their stock in the lost and found. They're already in the green for the year because of that release. So they really have no incentive to like try hard. They've basically given up on the race at this point. They see the finish line but realize why finish at this point. Well, yeah, that I get that. But uh, then this goes back. I used to work at Nike when I was in high school. Their fiscal year is like to May. So really? Yeah. So they're they, only halfway through. Yeah. I think it ends in May, maybe something like Interesting. that. So yeah, it, it's a different year for them. They don't go by calendar. So anyways, here was Hayes' take on proving that the sneaker market right now is just very bad. And what all is I have this? to say is we don't even know what this brand is. This brand has probably never been good. And I get it. It's like an off-brand Vans, I guess. But, like, that's what it is. It's an off-brand Vans. Like, we don't go to Walmart expecting them to have great shoes. And this pretty much, to me, looks like a Walmart brand. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean... I guess you don't know what it is either, but I would love Hayes to expand on why he put this on our podcast. What is the, how I mean, do you pronounce that? Lakai? I don't know. I think this is an Instagram, one of those Instagram brands that's just a terrible brand that's marketed. Obviously, it's from his Instagram sponsored page or whatever. So we, I, nothing else to add on this. Like, yes, it's bad, but I could absolutely I see Hayes rocking that bucket hat. Absolutely, so cool. Yeah, and those those uh, mid dunk sneakers right there in the bottom right. So bad. <laughs> we should get some of this for him for Christmas, maybe. All right, we can talk about this. I I listened to this uh, interview. It was with, um, I think the new CEO of Reebok. Um. He was on the Complex Sneakers podcast, which I know we've gone back and forth on whether we love 
uh, complex or not. I don't love it, but I, I do think they have some cool interviews on there. Um, but he mentioned in there that 50 Cent's G Unit sneakers rivaled Air Jordan when they I were believe at their it. peak. I believe you think it. so? 100%. Because yeah. if you think about this time frame of like, what, the mid, like 2000, I guess, what, the 2005 to like yeah. 2007, 8, 9, 10. Mm-hmm. Like, what was Jordan doing? Like, Jordan, it was kind of on the low, low. Like, I agree. The, that this kind of fashion was in like Reebok was making a resurgence and 50 cent was everywhere. 50 cent was Drake at that point. Right. He was yeah. absolutely, he, he had more cred in the market than Jordan did at that point. I think we've seen Jordan have a resurgence over the past six, seven, eight, nine, maybe 10 years. But prior to that, absolutely. I believe this. Yeah. I, I actually don't doubt it either. Um, And, and maybe it wasn't, Here's here's what I think. Maybe it wasn't just the G unit, the fifty cent, but if you combine the G unit and what what else? Who else did Reebok have? The uh, the Sean Carter, the S Carter, Sean Car- S Carter, the Jay Z shoes. Um, yeah. They were definitely doing better than just Jordan. As, at least the Jordans that came out at the same time. Because you're right. Or in two thousand five, we had what? That would have been the Jordan twenty twenty one. Garbage. That's not a good shoe. Absolutely garbage. <laughs> like who? Yeah, nobody was buying those. And the, the Jordan 20, One people weren't rocking Jordan Ones like no to, to the volume that they were now, right? No, Jordan Ones have blown up. But I mean, essentially, this was like the dunk before the dunk, right? I mean, it was almost like a a skateboard shoe, wasn't it? This is this is back in the era of like Pumas and Shell Toes when those were cool, right? That's the kind of market you were working with back then. People were yeah. they weren't wearing performance shoes. No, no. Yeah, I agree. It was what the S Carter was like a Stan Smith, right? I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I I would beg to say that the Air Force One was doing more numbers than Jordan in this yeah, era. Yeah, that and this was when I was in middle school, and I do. That's all I remember seeing was Air Force Ones. Um. And so I would agree. That's that's where I probably put it as well. Um, so it does make sense to me. I, I mean, I don't know. He could have inflated a little bit, but that's a lot of shoes to sell. And Fifty Cent was. There's no rapper now that would sell shoes like Fifty did back then. Not no even way. Close. Well, I just talked about Drake. Drake just dropped an Air Force One. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Well, that that's enough on that one. Um, here we go. This is obviously, like we said before, if you're on YouTube, if you're not, go to YouTube and uh, check us out at Still Dripping TN. But uh, Hayes put this together, and it says Kyrie is getting the yay treatment, um, and the headline is Kyrie is no longer with Nike. And it's also there's a picture of a Kyrie tweet that he had that says there's nothing more priceless than being free which is, I think, a great way for Kyrie to frame this on his side. Um, and I know Kyrie's complained about his shoes, but the Kyrie shoe is... Uh, on. There's no coincidence that on the same day we got official news that John Morant and Devin Booker are also getting signature shoes next year because John Morant is just going to take all of the Kyrie market. I understand. <laughs> I mean, and Kyrie wasn't even playing basketball for the last year. Nike is, I think, has grown tired of his stuff. 
way before this, this was a way for them to cut ties and just clean house very easily. And Nike's, it's a win for Nike. It's a win for Kyrie. I don't think Kyrie's getting the yay treatment on cancel culture or anything like that. Yeah, that's, I I, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. What What do you think? It's a win for America. It's a win for human society. I mean, no one was waiting for the next Kyrie Irvin shoe. Um, yeah, I don't even think this is a headline. I'm I'm so sick of hearing about Kyrie because, like, and maybe I just don't understand the man or where he's coming from. Like, with Ye, I think there's redemption there. I, I, I get I, – I, again, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, like, he hasn't lost me yet with Kyrie. I just don't. He he has not done a, as good of a job of. I just don't know what he's fighting for. What, what what's the purpose? What was he going after? Right. Yeah. It it does seem to change quite a bit. Um, for through the vaccine, it was for the people who got fired for not getting the vaccine. It's like, well, okay. I I guess you can draw a thing, but then everything he says doesn't match up with his why a lot of the time to me. That's so. the thing. Yay, as crazy as he is, he's staying on brand right now. He's going to ride that thing till he's in the depths yeah. of the earth. But with Kyrie, like you said, he's just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it happened before with he would just take off games and nobody knew where he was for personal reasons. And it ended up being to go get like some Native American spirituality, something. I don't know. And there's just stuff all the time that I get. He always says like he's a human and basketball is just what he does. It's not who he is. Like that's all cool. Um, but you get paid millions of dollars to do this. Um, and so then he comes out and says like, oh, well, I lost this much money in, in a future contract because I didn't get the vaccine. It's like, OK, but that was your choice. Like, like if I stay at where I'm working right now and don't go to Amazon that I could get paid more, it's, it's my choice. All right. I mean, okay. Like it's your choice not to play basketball if you don't want to. So I don't know. Don't, don't come to me with, with the pity, pity story of basketball is what I do. And when I take off, I should be paid for it. Well, when I take off work, I'm not always paid for it. So yeah, there's uh there are many um, men out there asking for that maternity leave, right? They definitely uh, um, deserve it more than this man taking off basketball <laughs> to get paid for. So go go do something with your life, Kyrie, and uh, bring bring some value to this earth, and then yeah. we'll reconsider. All right, we've got. I think we we all agreed on this one being negative sneaker news, but it was noteworthy news. It wasn't just some random Instagram brand. Golly. We got to see part one it, it is across the Spider Verse. So the new Spider Man Jordan ones. There's a bunch of different things going on here. We got got I, some three D bubbles. What's worse, <laughs> the 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 colorway, those bubbles that you just talked about. Or the fact that they patchworked the upper, like yeah. actually stitched in. It, it, they've changed the actual makeup of the shoe. It's just, this is bad, man. This is real bad. Yeah. I I don't know what we're going for here. I guess it's like a comic book style feel mixed with like 
you know, those bubbles look like a 3D type thing. Like if you put on 3D glasses, maybe you'll see something. I, I don't know. Um, and then the dots on the other shoe. It, it kind of looks like when you've had a Band-Aid on for a long time and have taken like sh- multiple showers and you finally decide to like rip <laughs> that baby off and it's what's on the underside of the Band-Aid. That's what yeah. it looks like. Yeah, and, and to go with that, the you've got down on the the little strap, not strap, but whatever holds the laces in at the bottom. It looks kind of bruised up there. It does. It looks like a Jordan one Chicago got in a fight and we just left it. Just left it there. It's sad because the first Spiron Jordan one was incredible. The icy soul little hits it. Like it was just, it was well done. I actually mm-hmm. was talking to somebody last night about this and they said, this is not as bad as the first one. They they huh. they thought the first one was worse, and I'm like, that's a hot take. <laughs> that is. We sh- you should have invited them on. Shout Send out to us, Colin. Shout out Colin. He's been on before, Mister Dunk King of Nashville. Yeah. Oh wow, that is a hot take. Hmm. Okay. All right. <clears throat> We've got some more some more industry sneaker news here. Adidas and Nike will cut production in summer of 2023. It says they're cutting production by 30 to 40 percent. I believe it. The reason they're saying is because of COVID restrictions in China. And see, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, because I feel like we're back, and you're in supply chain. You understand this, and you can speak in this. I might be wrong. What from what I'm hearing is we are back to like pre-pandemic production. We, we've kind of made up in in some instances we we some supply chains like over have overproduced mm-hmm. and you've got a lot of retailers that are actually sitting on excess inventory and so you're gonna from what i've been reading you're gonna see a lot of sales like in the holiday season leading up and afterwards where people are, they're just trying to get rid of inventory and so I, i'm this just this is very interesting to me that they're saying that these China restrictions are making up for a 30 to 40% reduction. And I mean, that that's massive. That's yeah, that's that's huge. And I, I don't know. It's weird to me because there's places outside of China that you can have this. I know China's had a resurgence of the, of the coronavirus or a coronavirus. I don't know. And, and so they're still in the midst of shutdowns, I guess. Um, and there are different different products that are always on back order and um but yeah 30 to 40% is a lot and why well, hey, we I already have what, people that is is this going to help or hurt true sneakerheads that's what i'm concerned about is it feels like well then shoes are just going to get more expensive well i'm interested to know like what what lines are being cut of this third? What what is making up this third year yeah. forty percent? Right? What what segment of their product lines? Or what, what are they? What are they cutting? And Adidas, I guarantee you that 40 percent. That's the easy. That's easy <laughs> for them to say. Yeah. Good luck. Like True. I would love to know. Just apply the wall necessity. To, yeah, to see what Adidas is doing to how how they're going to fill that void left by Easy. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. 
it'll be really interesting how many Yeezys they still sell, right? I mean, they, they've said they're already planning on 2023. They're going to have Yeezys coming out. Feezies. That's just, well, that's and they said that before all this stuff this week. So, like, are they going right. to double down on that? Like, Yeah, true. Because even though you take the name away, it's still, it is absolutely still tied to, to Kanye. They're his yeah. designs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And would it not be a just world-class move by Adidas? And I don't know legally if they can do this, but just call it the Feezy. The fake easy. Just call so it bad. the Feezy. That would be, that's so exactly what Kanye would do. That is the most troll thing Adidas could do. And I know they probably want to distance themselves a little more than that, but everybody knows what it is. Like, just come out and you'll get so much publicity of it. And I feel like you would sell more shoes if it was called the Feezy. So bad. Well, I'm interested to see what this production cut is also going to do for retailers like boutiques. And that, mm-hmm. again, like I was talking to Alexander at Rooted. I'm like, what are y'all hearing from your reps at Adidas? Like, how are y'all going to make up for the revenue cuts of, you know, I mean, easy made it, sales make up a huge portion of their profit margin. I mean, that just instantly gone. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how now Nike and Adidas are cutting. I mean, how is that an effect? But for sure, we're in the middle of a, a recession. And I think the realization of that, like there's always the talks of like, I was reading an article of, of people speculating and assuming like, is it coming? Is it coming? And most of the time when people are asking those questions, we're already dead set in the middle of a recession. So we're definitely already in the recession. It's part of the economic downturn. I'm seeing that you know, there's there's projections that the market will continue to fall uh, through the start of 2023. So it's all it's all a necessity. You're we're coming out of a a you know from 2000 what let's say 13 14 up until 2019. There's a cash cow. I mean everybody's living mm-hmm. their best life. Nagy's putting out an insane number of Jordan ones. Like once a week, Jordan yeah. ones are coming out, right? And dunks three yeah. times a week for dunks. So I think this is just all out of necessity. I think consumers are spending, they have less discretionary funds. To, like just, just People are spending less money. So I think it'll, it'll be fine. And I think it also, it also forced at least Nike to put out some better products and be more thoughtful about what they put out. Exactly. I'm fine to go back with one good shoe every other month that's what we used to have yeah we we just get flooded with a bunch of crap and we get maybe five good nike shoes a year i think like that i feel like are worth getting and and you have to settle for all these other shoes because you can't even get like just overproduce those five great shoes like yeah. like we did with the Space Jams. Everybody got some Space Jams if they wanted them. Everybody got, well, um, a lot of people got Bread Ones if they wanted them in 2016. So just overproduce the crap out of them. Like Cool, cool Grays last year did that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fine cutting less if we're cutting out really crappy shoes. <clears throat> yeah. So. I, it, I was standing rooted at their Black Friday sale, looking at all these just trash shoes <laughs> and these bins for sale. And it's like, how, like, 
the the Nike strategy is just let's just spaghetti on a wall. Just oh, yeah. see how much we can throw. Well, isn't that like the for for like a rooted? They have to buy all those just to get the Jordans, right? Like you have to spend oh, yeah. a certain oh, yeah. amount of all this crap shoes, and that's how they sell them. Is they sell them to the boutique? So that's really who's taking the hit on big time on all the crappy shoes that they're selling because they have to sell them at a certain price in order to get uh, any Jordan one or I don't remember the last ones that I guess the lost and founds like to get those, they've got to sell a crap ton of other crap. So yeah, hopefully for the, for their sake at least and ours that we get less crap. That's what we want for Christmas, Nike. Less crap. Yeah. Speaking of less crap, these are not crappy at all. We got official pictures of the Air Jordan 3 white cement. They're calling it the Air Jordan 3 Reimagined. I don't know if you can see this very well, but it looks like they have double stitched across the toe and everything, which I think is a new thing for Jordan 3s. At least I don't recognize it. It seems like that's the only difference to me. Um, these look pretty pretty cool they they i guess went the lost and found route for a jordan 3 right 100 i was like the box it looks mm-hmm. like the same the same kind of they're going for the vintage aged you got the the cream uh hill tab there right the it's looks a little bit aged you got the patina yep. so yeah is 2023 gonna be the year of like vintage of like i, I guess that was this year but like the fact that now it's it's seeped into like Nike and Adidas, like they're making like things that look vintage. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing for twenty twenty three. Yeah, I really want, and maybe we'll get back to this sometime. I want sneakers designers to go back to making original sneakers. You know, I I love. I'm an old head. I love the old Jordans, um, but. I just need, like, we need new silhouettes. Amen. I'll give Drake one piece of credit. He's probably the only person who's created a new silhouette that I know of that's not just a complete copycat of something else. Well, what was that? (coughs) Those uh, Hot Steppa, or Hot Step. I mean, it is reminiscent of some other shoes, don't get me wrong, but it was a new silhouette. Um, okay yeah with the so, air max bubble the, the yeah, yeah it, okay it wasn't an ugly looking shoe but <laughs> but he did create his own which i'll give him credit for so drake has done nothing good in regards to apparel nocta is nocta it is <laughs> so bad i don't and like bad man so much potential there like oh yeah wow and that's the route you go I, I, my, my only thinking is like Drake had nothing to do with that. Like they put some interns on the job and he said, just put my name on it and it'll sell. Like I pray maybe. he had nothing to do with that. Or maybe he is just not artistically inclined whatsoever. Cause that is just, it is, it's just outlet stuff. It's just outlet stuff. Stuff yeah. you find in TJ Maxx. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is just oh, take that off the rack and put my brand on it. It's no design or anything with it. So, 
Yep. All right. We got this is from Hayes. This this was positive news. Positive news here. We got uh, Ralph Lauren. Okay. Doing a Nike ID type type thing, so you, you can customize your outerwear. Uh, looks like they only have coats, jackets, and vests, and and just outerwear right now. So I see you, pony. But you can you can go on and create your own Ralph Lauren polo coat or jacket. Uh, it's actually a pretty dope idea. So I think it's all recycled materials and everything like that. Love so it. They're going green. Um, but I feel like there's some potential here. Hey, I'm day one uh, polo. I'm all about that. Day one polo. Polo life. And, and I will say, I, I was reading an article the other day about like consumer habits going into 2023. Apparently, that's going to be the, the trend of 2023 is customization, like high-end customization. You're seeing it happen in cars right now. People are wanting high-end customized cars. And so this is definitely following that trend. I think it's you're, it's just, you're going to see it more in shoes and clothing. And so this is cool. I'm all about this. I'm going to get on tonight and customize my jacket it's gonna be cool all right you, you'll have to post it to the instagram or send it to me and i'll post it because i know oh, i'm gonna buy it baby i'll take a picture of me oh, wearing it okay <laughs> we'll see about that yeah i haven't looked at any price tags on these but this you know polo if this creates a resurgence polo was big with the uh, g units back in the 2005 days <laughs> yes <laughs> all right and then I really don't want to talk about Supreme, but Hayes put it on here because it's. Oh, weird. he is just. I know. Someone's got to wake Hayes up to the fact that that's just, it's not it anymore. Okay. I'm down with that. We, we'll skip it. That's. that's but hey, hey, it. it is the BOGO. It is the BOGO this week. <laughs> so I'm totally going back on what I just said. All right. I'll put it up there. Just I'll just flash it up there just real quick. Here's your Supreme for this Gosh. week if you're on YouTube. That zebra box logo. Pretty fire. <laughs> that is terrible. It's bad. So create your own Ralph Lauren. I'm on the kids custom packable hoodie jacket. $185 for a kid's jacket. So I can only imagine how much. Uh, yeah. Adults. That's, that's steep. For a kid's jacket that they can only wear for like one season. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> now let's move on. We've got we've got some new new highlights, uh, new stores that we need to get some people on. Um, this one is just a post that we saw. It's probably got to be the item of the week right here from nothing personal. I actually met them. Um, Matthew, I think, is the guy's name. Uh, I met him at a pop-up that they had from Nothing Personal. Um, talked to him a little bit. So we need to reach out to them. But this has got to be the item of the week. This So good. Uh, I think it's by Perfect 10, which... Are they a current brand? Or is this an older brand? I, I'm not sure. But anyways, it's, it's Bart Simpson as Air McNair... Steve McNair, rest in peace. And uh, this item, if you're not looking on YouTube, just go to our YouTube just for this. I'll give you the time. We're at 36 minutes right now. So go to 36 minutes. Check this out. 
Again, that's from the at nothing personal shop. Take out all the vowels of nothing personal, and that's their Instagram name dot shop. Um, yeah, super dope item. We need to have them on. And Landon, you you sent us in our group another another store that we need to go visit. And Made low, shout them out. Made low on Belmont Boulevard, across from the university that will be unnamed here in Nashville, that is not Lipscomb or Vanderbilt or TSU. Um, but I tell you what, cool shop in a in an old school house across from the campus and uh, no connection to the school, didn't attend the university. But uh, tell you what, he is in prime real estate there. Uh, he buys, sells, trades, vintage. Most of his sneakers are consignment and uh, he's not as much hype as he is. He's, it's kind of a skater vintage feel. So a lot of dunks, a lot of you know SB. Um, you won't see a bunch of Jordans and stuff. You know, you'll see Jordan ones and things like that. But uh, it, it's just a cool. It's a different feel. He, he's he. You know, it, Nashville is. It's crazy to think that the market is starting to be flooded by all these stores. But he's got a nice little niche, and uh, it's not overwhelming. It's not like the the shoe wall at Music City Vintage, uh, which I appreciate. I'm not saying it's overwhelming, but I just got a different vibe. So he's a cool guy doing some custom print work on uh, vintage jackets and hoodies, and I dig it. Yeah, they, their stuff is really cool. You can find them at on Instagram at Made Low Made Low Clothing. Um, yep, it's on 2009 Unnamed Boulevard. That was for you, Landon. I mean, you can say Belmont Boulevard, but you just do, if universities are tied to it. Then oh, you can okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I got it. I got the rules now. Well, you just mentioned another one of our favorite stores, one time guest of the podcast, Music City Vintage. They're having their four year celebration. Crazy. On December 10th. So this coming Saturday, four years. Uh, they've already teased their hat. They're going to have the black hat. They haven't had a black fitted yet. They've had the blue, the green, the orange. It's like an orange red color, but I don't think we've seen the black. So they're having the black fitted come out. I really love their merch from from last year, the three year merch with the balloons. Yeah. I thought that stuff was really dope. But so anyways, nice. this event will be from noon to three p.m. So if you're an early bird, I guess not an early bird, but somewhat early bird, you're you're not missing college football this weekend. So go hit up Music City Vintage for their four-year anniversary. Um, they're going to have some, is that cone heads? Which is, is it chicken in a cone? Is that Shout cones? out cone heads. Man, <laughs> they did a giveaway partnership with Rooted. That guy is so cool. And I've won one of the giveaways. Uh, it was a post like your craziest sneaker picture. And I picked there's a picture of Magnolia and the Sean Wertherspoon 971s. And I won like a $100 gift card to Rooted. And I told the dude at Coneheads that owns the place, I was like, dude, take the gift card, give it to the community, find some kids. They're all about the community. And he found some kids in the community that needed shoes. So shout out Coneheads. So super excited that they're going to be there. That's cool. We need to have that dude, and we we got a long list of people we need to have on the podcast. I've started to reach out to some people. We've got one coming in December. Um, a guy I used to work with at Nike. He's actually done some stuff recently with uh, Brian from Free Agency. 
okay. who we talk about. Um, and he, we've had him a couple times on the pod. So got him in the pipeline. And then we, we've tossed around a lot of, a lot of new brands and new companies here in Nashville that, that we can get on. And it's a fun um, time to be in Nashville, baby. Yeah. The Nashville culture is not dying. Not yet, at least. Um, Hey, that's all I've got for, for inside the box news. We can go out inside or outside the box, or we can go to loser of the week. Cause I know you had a nominee for loser of the week. Is that all right? Let's go to oh, loser of the week. Oh, hold on. Presented. I didn't you, oh shoot! I didn't say he's loser of the week. Oh no! Oh, I thought Set you were up. upset. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, uh, not loser of the week. We're just disappointed. We're just you know the disappointment so, of the week. There we go. So Trent Dilfer, Lipscomb Academy legend, aka Daddy Dilf. Dilfer's Dimes, Super Bowl winning quarterback, came to Lipscomb and just revived a a football program that had been in the dumps for a couple years. This is uh, Lipscomb, well, the high school, not the, the university. The high school, not the university. We don't have a university football team, nor do we have any plans to launch a football program. Uh, let that be said. But yeah, so Dilfer turned the program around in four years, back-to-back state championships. Um, just at, absolutely built the infrastructure up, rebuilt it from the ground up, uh, created a culture uh, that was pretty exciting. Uh, you know, people showed out, showed up to the, the game. So, but he has since gone on to greener pastures and literally won a state championship on a Thursday. And on a Saturday, he was in Honolulu, Hawaii for the UAB bowl game where he is now residing as the head football coach. So shout out to Trent. Thanks for the memories, but still disappointed to see you go. Oh wow, that was a little heartfelt. You know, I had, had to had to keep it even kill. And uh, so hey, but hey, we're on the search, and the Tennessean dropped the list of the ten uh, candidates that they think speculation. None of them are proven. None of them are facts, backed by facts. It's all speculation. But yeah, Matt, Hassel- any of them Matt Hasselback is on there. Oh, T- Tim another, Tebow. Another bald quarterback from the NFL. Right. It, it seems like we've set this precedent that it's going to be after this NFL person, right? We've got Matt Tim there. Tim Tebow was on the list. Tim Tebow. Uh, Jason Witten, which I thought was random because uh, he's still playing for Oakland, isn't he? He's like an active NFL player. I don't. I don't think he is this year. Yeah. I thought he was last year. But anyways, yeah. So some wow. big names. Ricky Bowers. Um, not Ricky Bowers. Uh, who's not the Ricky former Innsworth football? That's Ricky Bowers. Bowers. That's Ricky Bowers. But he's yeah. the AD here, right? Yeah, he's the AD. Yeah. He'd be crazy be a, to take that job. That'd be a pay cut. Lipscomb University or Belmont University would be a pay cut for Ricky Bowers. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, oh, there was somebody else. Oh, you think they could get Jeremy Pruitt? <laughs> He's probably about to be on a show cause penalty for NCAA. So, you know, Dude, he might. What? He he was what? from Hoover Hoover High School. Hoover Hoover High, baby. That's where he made his name. He Hoover come back. 
Restart two days at two days, baby. <laughs> you know, I grew academy. I grew up at Hoover, and I went. I did elementary school in Hoover, and if, I would have been on the circle. TV show. Full you circle, were... baby. <laughs> what would hey as a UT fan? What would y'all do if he left? If Not Pruitt, Heupel left, if uh, yeah, I I would cry probably. It'd be where would he go though? He's not leaving NFL. That'd be weird. All I know is, all I know is, all those SEC coaches are. Um, everybody knows it's the freeze era. Freeze era. We're, we're entering the freeze era, and they better get out while the getting's good because we're about to take over. <laughs> the freeze era. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, he he has some history in the SEC. You guys are going to be paying some for winning something. history. I don't know if it's players, but it might be something else. Yikes! <laughs> well, let's keep with some some football news. Give me your thoughts on the Titans firing John Robinson today. That was well overdue. That man should have been gone the minute he did not resign AJ Brown. And I think this is the first time I've ever seen in my life a former player get a GM fired basically like after just, and just, I think Amy just saw that game and was like, Nope, done. Yeah. I mean, we, we'd be going to the Super Bowl this year if we had AJ Brown, like just ridiculous. I think what also went into this was the whole incident with the offensive coordinator. I think there were probably some, you know, at the end of the day, he's setting the tone, he's setting the rules, just, just, some poor decisions along the way, some bad drafts. These past two drafts have been terrible. Um, I don't know if he's had a great draft. Maybe, maybe the Jeff Simmons draft, yeah. which was AJ Brown, right? That was AJ Brown. That was yeah. that. That was it. That's what everybody remembers remembers him about that draft. But that draft was so long ago, right? Um, and he just, you know, the um, Julio Jones experiment did not work. Um, at the end of the day. Hot take. We should have let Henry walk. We should have kept um, what's his name? AJ. We should have kept AJ. We should have kept um, Conklin. No, who who took over for Henry when he was hurt? He's Panthers now. Um, oh, Foreman. Foreman. He Foreman was solid. Foreman was solid. He wasn't keep the threat of AJ Brown down the field. Yeah, but he's not Derrick Henry. My he's thing sure. is, you can we could have paid AJ Brown this year, and we would have had to do something after this year, right? I mean, we could have still paid him though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not not terribly sad to see him go. I feel like um, only in the last he's been here what seven years, six years. Only know. in the last two years have have people really turned on him but even back when we we i don't know back in year two i felt like he got the benefit of the doubt on everything that he did yeah and and don't get me wrong he had some good moves um trading green beckham for um dennis kelly that was a great move but then we let dennis kelly walk when we shouldn't have um but we also drafted DGB in the second round, which was a terrible draft, along with Justin Hunter and Kevin Dodd was in the second round. Um, 
I don't know if he drafted Bishop Sankey or not. No, that that would have been earlier mm-hmm. than that's, him. That's before him, yeah. Um, but yeah, our drafts are not very good. Uh, Caleb Farley, add him to the list. What was that dude who's not even in the NFL anymore? That Georgia dude, add him to the list. <laughs> oh yes! Oh my gosh! We don't even remember his name. He that was two years ago. He got hurt, right? He got arrested and hurt yeah. and everything. I don't, I think he got arrested oh, like two or three that? times. He oh, but he that was our first round pick, wasn't it? Yeah, that was first rounder. God, that was the year after we went to the AFC Championship. Yeah, I would say Isaiah. Isaiah something? No, I don't I know. Vrabel has done him a favor, right? The fact that yeah. I believe in Vrabel, what he's what. J. Rob has put him through and given him to work with. It's pretty incredible what he's done through it all. I don't know who our strength coach is, but I think they're the next to go. We've had the most injuries for the last two years in the NFL. So, and yeah. I know some of them are freak, but some of them, they can't all be freak injuries. Like, no. what's our strength staff doing, man? All right. Malik, Will- Malik Willis? Oh. <laughs> Bust. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think yeah, you're right. so these are these are my top Isaiah Zia Wilson, Caleb Farley, Julio Jones, uh what the uh, Justin Hunter. Re- Justin Hunter. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and then AJ Brown was just the, the coffin was already in the ground at that point, but yeah. So bad. It killed me watching that game this weekend. Yeah, Happy for was, AJ. He helped yeah. me win my fantasy game. So shout out. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I lost a lot of money this weekend, so I did not bet on the Titans game, though. So, all right. Well, you have anything else? I don't think I have anything else. Shorter said episode. My, said my piece. Anything you'd like to tell Hayes? Man up. Come on now. <laughs> all right. Well, we actually, before we, before we truly wrap up, we got to hit a top five. So, so what you, you got anything in the bag? I'm going to play this intro. I got it good. All right, top fives. Let's see. We're close to a year end top five, but but we won't go there yet. Mm. Top five. Ooh. You hey, are we cl- we're close enough for Christmas that we do your top five Christmas songs. Top or do we need to Christmas wait? Songs. Ooh, let's. This is going out on a limb here, but will you be back here next week if we do that next week? I feel like we need some research. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I was feeling good tonight. All right. Well, let, hit me with your top five Christmas songs, and then I'll, I'm not I'll prepared edit at all. Uh, oh, so, on. all right, then let's go with. Um, Top five Christmas decorations. Keep oh, it general. Good one. Love it. Uh, can I just start with the top? Because it like hit me today. You can, you can go for like, it. The invention of the blow-up decoration is just has changed decorations for generations to come. Like we I growing up, I didn't have like that, but nah. it's like you can do so much with so little effort. Like I literally yeah. got one of those things, pulled it out of the box, plugged it in. Boom. My house is decorated. Yeah. Incredible. 
So that's number one for me. Okay. Um, inflatables are great. I'll um, we don't have any currently. Uh, being our house is simple ranch house, so it's real easy to get up on the roof and not have to move that ladder around too much. Just get up on the roof and tack all those Christmas lights in. So I'd say just lights on the outside of the house. But I I do agree, blow ups. We're we've already agreed that right after Christmas, when those babies go on sale, we're getting as many as we can. We're just gonna light up our front yard. They're right ma- they they're massive. Like they're I saw huge. one today. It, there was a, I know no joke. It was a two story house. This thing was to the roof of that house. It was a snowman. Oh my god! It was insane. Yeah, yeah, they are massive. We have one right up the street from us. I can actually see it out the window right now. There's a Christmas tree and a Santa Claus, and Love Elliot loves it every time. Every time we see it from his window, Santa, Santa. Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely inflatables are on on the top five for sure. Um. Let's see. What's what's your favorite type of Christmas ornament? Do you have a favorite Christmas ornament? Oh, yes. Uh, the glass globes with the shaker um, inside of it. Like the team ones, right? So let's get, I've got one that's glass. It's a globe. It has like the Auburn logo. But then inside of it is a pom-pom fabric, fabric, right? Like the orange and blue. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. But that's, that's that sounds dope. pretty cool. Yeah. But it's sad when you, when they fall and they break, and then you got the pom pom <laughs> stuff. Confe- it's confetti, right? It's sounds like that's that. happened before. Oh, one hundred percent. I like all the. So I've got a three. They're the hallmark like exclusives from when I was little of a Sammy Sosa, a Ken Griffey Jr., and Muhammad Ali. Those are, oh, those are my three favorite. Wow, uh, those are worth a pretty penny. Yeah, they're pretty cool. The Sammy Sosa, um, about every two years, his bat breaks, which is like kind of a funny thing because like the pork <laughs> bat, like yeah. that whole ordeal. But it truly like just the the handle breaks off and and I have to reglue it. So maybe not the best design f- feature, um, but still still a dope ornament. Sammy Sosa was my favorite player growing up, so gotta gotta give it there. Um, Hmm. What's what's some out of the box ones? Obviously, we know Christmas trees is, is a great one, but uh... Ooh, another great invention. We are living in the future right now. I just bought a new artificial tree that has mm. LED lights. So not like the cheap lights that are like it's pre-strung, but like it's built into the tree, and mm. it's got a little you know a little stomp button on the ground, and it can change it to all kind of different colors. And it looks like it's dope. It looks like a real tree. It's like super full. Can't see through it. So I would say not necessarily Christmas trees, but like these new age Christmas trees with the LED lights. Yeah. So have you always been a a um, fake tree or were you a real tree? Grew up fake tree. First couple of years of our marriage, we ventured out and this was not good results. So we were back to fake trees. Yeah. Yeah, we. I, I grew up on real trees, and then when once we got married, Haley was like, "No, nah, we're going fake tree." And I gotta say, it's a great decision. It is. It was. I'm. I'm glad that she took charge in that aspect and just said, "Nope, we're going fake." So, I. I do. My in laws did get one of those new LED light trees. They're cool. You can because 
we have to choose whether we want colored lights what this year or white lights. This year we chose white. Last year was color. But for you, you can change it on the night. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Yeah. That those are really dope. I don't know if that was a top five or what it was, but that counts. And we're right <laughs> up on the uh the hour mark coming up. Oh, on it, so. tree skirts. Those are underrated. I love tree skirts. Tree skirts are underrated? Yeah. I'm not a huge... I, I do love the tree skirt over the bucket or whatever they call them. But um, uh, I, one year we used a blanket because we didn't want to buy one before Christmas. Weak. Come on now. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say that either. Oh, well, I think that about does it for the Still Dripping Happy Hour. This was a low-key positive podcast which yeah, you may be unaccustomed to and let's yeah, go we're gonna oh. get, we gotta get landon back on here more often well you'll have to get Hayes off of here more Shut, often. Hey, i wasn't on. constantly attacked throughout this episode that's what it was <laughs> well you know let's let's get our copyright in here thanks for coming out tonight you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me i appreciate that Yes, we really appreciate that. We will get flagged for copyright for that, but you know what? Who cares? Ah, oh, remember, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stilldrippingtn. We don't tweet, but you can still follow us there and DM us if you want. Uh, we don't check it either, so sorry. But you can send us questions to our email at stilldrippingtn at gmail.com. You can send us a DM on Instagram. Just tell us that you're listening. We still have roughly 45 people that listen to this on a weekly basis. And we know we know five of them, I think. And I, who are these people? Maybe like Come out of the we know seven of them, maybe. Yeah, I I don't know. know who I was you looking are. We we've got people from Poland, Vietnam. Can I drop my cell phone number and just be like, listen, <laughs> text me. Is that going to be a dangerous thing? Should I not do that? No, because they won't even DM us. I don't think they're going to text you. I don't know. We'll see. Come <laughs> back next episode. I might drop. I think it'd be dangerous number. if you truly offered them money. But at, the, at this point, I don't even think that. I'll pay you. Just email us and I'll pay you. I'll Venmo you five. Be careful. You, is there an exclusions list? We, we can exclude Seth. Yeah. Um, Seth bourbon. needs to get on here. Driven bourbon, absolutely, because he he was one that responded. It took me up on the free shoes, and then I totally didn't <laughs> do that. So sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. If you're international, if you're global like us, hit us up. If you're in the states, hit us up. We've hit like 35 states at this point. We just want to know who you are. So please. Let us know who you are. And how you found us. Like, yeah, true. What led you to this place? We've been, we did it one time. I feel like I, I need to start doing, being more efficient on, oh, my video just froze. Can you still hear me? All right. We need to be more um, diligent on recurring segments because we did have a good recurring eBay item of the week that Hayes and I would would post our best eBay items out there. Um, so we'll get back on that and we'll, we'll be more, more, um, diligent, more consistent, more consistent. That's the word I was looking for. 
it's been a long night. Um, hmm. Landon, what'd you learn tonight? I learned that uh, my true friends are on this podcast right now. That's what I learned. <laughs> Before we go, did you have any? Uh, this is a recurring segment that we dropped. I just talked about it, but more than sneakers moments in the past few weeks. I'm putting you on the spot here at oh, the one hour mark. Shoo. Yes. Okay. So for our new listeners, I work at a university hang out with the youth. That's what keeps me in tune with all things sneakers and the the trends and all that. And I had this student. It's a moment where I realized like how knowledgeable I am about shoes more so than the typical college student, you know? And she was like, Hey, my sister, she's into sneakers. She's into fashion. I don't know anything about them. Like I, I need your help. And so I talked to her, talked a little bit about, you know, okay, what, what does your sister wear? What is she into? And she ended up buying her first pair of sneakers for her sister for Christmas, a pair of Panda Dunks. And uh, that was just a cool moment of like, she came to me, like this is a student that like I've helped with um, like financial aid. She needed help with more scholarships and things like that. So I've kind of like mentored her. And then it kind of broke the the trend of like doing the business stuff of college and like saying, Hey, can you help me out with this gift for my sister? So it was really cool. She said, she talked to her sister the other day about shoes and her sister said, yeah, I just hope no one gets me Panda dunks. So that kind of put a, um, a, a sad bell over that story, but you know, yeah. Did she return them? Is there is there something new? No, she bought. I she got them from some guy that she knows that sells sneakers. So there's no return policy. I feel terrible. Yikes! Mm. So, yeah, you might need yeah. not be asked for that kind of advice again. But yeah. that was a nice sneakers moment of the week. <laughs> oh, shout shout to shy. We'll have to have her on the podcast at some point yeah we needed we need to have her on after christmas see how that went down yeah <laughs> all right well landon are we just playing music or are you gonna rap no i'm too tired i'm about to go to bed so we can all just right. wrap it well once again you could be anywhere in the world but you're here with us and we appreciate that Thanks for tuning in.